All right, so I'll keep this kind of short, but I just want to talk a little bit about toxic masculinity. I, w- I heard a like a feminist, I'll presume it's a feminist, uh, all signs point to feminist, uh, on a blog, uh, I think it was on Medium, which is like a kind of like a blogging site, talking about toxic masculinity and I don't know, we're in the middle of the, the Me Too movement or sometimes referred to as the Pound Me Too movement um, if you're a little older. Anyway, uh, I I really noticed some some things with her arguments that I don't really think are going to change if I speak them, you know, towards her. But, you know, to people who are a little more open-minded about it, I, th- I think it's important to look at our history uh, in America and culturally, just, you know, how, how things have changed, uh, you know, in regards to masculinity. Um, you know, we've had the whole sexual revolution. Um, you know, we had the, uh, the, the movement to basically make women you know, not just independent, but get them in the workforce to the same degree as men, even though they have a critical role in, you know, (laughs) reproduction of the human, you know, humankind. Uh, That's sort of like a pretty big deal, something that uh, obviously takes up time. And it would stand a reason that they wouldn't be quite in the workforce as much as men, because they have like probably the most important job just inherently that humankind can possibly have, which is to, you know, care, uh, to, you know, care for the offspring uh, and the future generation and raise them. I mean, that's just, that's, that's a really important thing. That's more important than being an executive at Kellogg's, uh, you know, in charge of like Fruit Loops and cereal and whatever. Um, You know, just thinking of, of, you know, weighing those two against each other, it just seems like caring and, and nurturing the future generation of, of humans is, a, is pretty high up there. I think it's a little more important. But anyway, back to toxic masculinity. So uh, my response basically was that, you know, we've been, we had uh, fences up. We had fences that were established, that were built by past generations, you know, a lot of them were built by the church. So, you know, when people say traditionalism, uh, they're usually referring to some kind of norm that was probably established by a church. And these norms existed, and they, they kind of curtailed, you know, the toxic nature of man a little bit. Like, they didn't eliminate obviously I I think that would be a silly argument but um, they did kind of corral man from himself and and he it it kind of allowed men and women to enter a contract with one another that brought out the best of each I think I I think masculinity and femininity uh, complement each other I don't think that's I know it's a controversial statement these days, but um, I really think they did, and I think they both played a very, they both served a purpose that, you know, we've basically let go 
astray at this point in in the year 2018. I mean, I think that's pretty clear uh, that we have blurred the lines between masculinity and femininity. Um, if not now, I mean, I don't know when you would ever think that that we crossed that line because I mean, it's it's completely blurred at this point. Um, and and you know, I look at it and it's like, okay. You know, how about our founders? I mean, our founders understood that human nature is largely unchangeable. I mean, when you look at, like, think of, like, progressivism, you aren't actually changing human nature when you're making this progress. You're you're altering views of the present. That is it. You're only altering views of the present, of the living, of the present at this time. Um and and that's you know it's a very fluid thing but you're not actually changing human nature and you see this in like for example Hollywood it doesn't matter how progressive your views are you're still just just as prone or these these maybe not you individually but these industries or these places are just as prone to human nature running amok and that's normal. That's human nature. So, like, it doesn't matter what your views are necessarily. You're still, and this goes back to religion, you're still a sinner. Uh, you are still prone to sin. I mean, that is what religion, these institutions that were completely torn down by, you know, progressive uh, movements, these are the, these were the walls that were, were, you know, corralling in mankind from running uh, amok with its human nature. Not to say that there were there wasn't toxic masculinity back then, but like thinking like 1960, over nine out of every ten Americans were married, and most all of them had children, and most of them already did this in their 20s. So, you know, that's that's pretty remarkable. And and when you think of it. That's like an era that feminists would rather you, like, they think that basically that was hell. That was hell on earth. And I'm thinking, okay, I understand there are some things that obviously needed to be worked on. I'm I'm not, you know, suggesting we go back to the Mad Men, or, you know, Mad Men. I never watched the series, but I get the concept. It's basically like just a bunch of men being, um, you know, being men. I don't know, in, in a different era. But... It wasn't that's that's our that's a left a leftist view of that first of all and second of all you know people with with uh, with an active interest in promoting it as such but you know men and women there were many great women in different generations that came before and there was not a huge outcry for even, for example, for women to get the right to vote. It was actually men who promoted that. Women didn't want the right to vote. So, you know, I'm not saying we should go back to the opposite, but I am saying your 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 outrage, and I'm not saying you specifically, I'm saying the feminist, your outrage is directed towards women who at the time were quite happy doing what they were doing. And they didn't need women from the future telling them how to enjoy or, um, you know, how to live their lives. And 
you know, there are many, there are pros and cons, but there are definitely some cons that I think people like to uh, forget about, which, um, or I mean some some pro, some cons to tearing down the walls, some pros to the way things were as a more traditional society. Um, and some of the some of the cons to tearing them down is, okay, you basically incentivize for men to not give a crap about you as a woman because you're disposable at this point. He can have a relation, he can have a, uh, a sexual relationship with you without any real commitment. That is a recipe for disaster with man and his human nature. I mean, I, I couldn't think of a worse scenario for man with his human nature acting that way. Uh, the, the way to reel in mankind's uh, sinful nature, and, and more specifically men as a gender, um, is the way you reel them in is to disincentivize them running amok, just living the single life and just using women uh, sexually and, and disposing of them. How do you incentivize that? You incentivize it through lifelong commitment. Oh, it's an institution called marriage. Remember that institution that people wanted to tear down because of, you know, oh, I'm independent, I don't need a man, da, 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 da. Yeah, well, that's all well and great, but look at the second and third order effects of what took place now. Um, you know, there are some inconvenient, self-evident truths when it comes to mankind, and, you know, our founders understood that, and I think they really um, valued uh, Christianity in general, I don't think they did. I know they did. They they tell you. All you need to do is listen to them. Um, and, and they created something pretty impressive. Um, unfortunately, it's been um, torn down in pretty short order. Uh, I, I really think we're on the verge of, you know, it, it being completely torn down in the next 20, 30 years. Um, I... Unless there's a strong movement in the other direction to to go back to a more traditional way, I don't think that there will be, because you know it's a one-way um, ride, it's a one-way street. I, I don't know that it's ever going to go back. Um, I don't know that we'll be able to pick up any of the pieces and actually put them back together. I think we're stuck with human nature. Um, you know, plaguing mankind, but more specifically, plaguing us within our little society. Um, I'm not saying we're a utopia, and I don't want it to be. Uh, freedom should have some cause. But, you know, I think people have been in this cultural war for so long. I mean, it's been ongoing for 30 or 40 years. And, you know, really, they were very successful in tearing down the things they wanted to tear down. And now we're reaping the rewards. You have the Me Too movement. You have, um, you know, just a, a excessive divorce, um, excessive suicide rates, especially among boys and men. Um, you know, we have some very, very uh, nasty things happening in our society. I mean, our values have completely crumbled. Um, you know, people are more selfish and self-centered than ever, even through surveys have, have, have indicated that, um, you know, it, it's really, we're, 
it's really a dangerous thing that we're we're on the the edge of, and I'm I'm a little worried how steep the cliff is that we're right up against. I mean, people worry about uh, you know Donald Trump and things, but you know I, I was actually worried about this in 2000, you know, like seven, not you know long long before hell even before President Obama. I I, I was worried about this before that, um, but certainly now. Uh, I am very, very concerned about this, and I think it's a bigger existential threat to our society, crumbling within, fraying the fabric of our of our of our society from within. And uh, you know, it's a shame that there's so many people that are just so ideologically opposed to even reaching a middle ground when it comes to um, you know traditionalism. Like it, it's it's only tear everything down or nothing. Like it, that's that's the only acceptable answer for a lot of these these folks who have uh, interest in in um, you know creating this new fundamentally transformed version of society. But you know, do you have to do it with two double-barreled middle fingers up at the same time? Like every time you alter anything in society, can't you do it? Like can't you move forward? Like progress, if if you will, to use progressive terms. Can't we progress while, like, respecting the traditions of the past? Like, why does everything have to be done just with such disdain and disgust for everybody who came before, including active living people? Because if you look at how things have went, you know, there's probably at dinner on, like, say, Thanksgiving, some pretty awkward conversations, right? Well, that's because there's such an accelerating um, nature to progressivism that, there, it's like no no brakes, no headlights, no horns, just pedal to the metal. There is no um, agility with trying to, you know, integrate it with our past. It's always just like, oh, everybody on the other side is traditional, is evil, and they're bigoted, and they're horrible, and my way is virtuous and right. Well, everybody knows that's bull because, look, I mean, you can look at, like, the people who go claim to be progressive there's plenty of immoral things happening in those circles as well as well as on on the the more conservative side that's because human nature doesn't care human nature is self-evident and it should be you should be able to see that but people don't so anyways uh that's my rant that's my little talk on human nature toxic masculinity and feminism holy cow uh yeah that's that's not going to do any good on the ears of feminists but you know, maybe some people in the middle will find it interesting. Take care.